Hi, welcome to A New African, where we tell our stories without changing the narrative. While looking at the future with optimism, we also aspire to remain relevant in our present times. Hello and welcome to A New African podcast, episode number four, where we talk about all things African. In particular, the focus of of our conversations is the book, A New African. It's in three parts and we are currently discussing the issues in book one. Um, We have so much um, we have discussed so far. So as I mentioned before, it's episode four. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and please make sure you watch all the three prior episodes. They are absolutely jam-packed with information of all the African people, present, past and emerging and all the dramas and issues that we currently face as an African community. Now with me today, I have uh, Dr. Molepo, who is the author. Welcome back again. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. <laughs> and my absolutely beautiful, gorgeous, and most talented co-host, Mwaba Mwaba. Hello, Mwaba. Hello, Manny. <laughs> it's great to be here. Boy, do we have a show for you. Oh, it's absolutely amazing. fantastic. Um, now, we were, we were chatting about um, Chapter 4. And um, well, how did you find reading Chapter 4? Uh, so, so for those of you, Joy, I mean, who are with us on the journey of reading the book, Chapter 4 um, uh, is uh, African Agenda. So that's the title of it. So far, all the chapters, this is the longest that the author has written. <laughs> it is. It I want to say 20 pages. Um, um, and it is deep. It is heavy. Um, very heavy. Uh, it's you know it deals a, a lot of uh, the topics is not aren't as fun as the ones we had before. before yeah. But it's also imperative that we discuss these topics. Um, it is. I found it very frustrating as an African myself. Uh, I was very, yeah, I was very angry. <laughs> <laughs> Like we said, I think if you have seen our episode number one, yeah. we talked about the content of this book or mm-hmm. these three books, that they're not going to be um, an easy concept to grasp mm-hmm. because we discuss topics that are quite confronting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so viewer discretion for this particular episode is actually um, advised because some of the things that we talk about you may struggle with, like like I struggled reading those as, 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 as well as money. How did you find writing um, this this chapter, Malapo? Well, it's, um, it's a painful chapter. I, I must confess um, that it is. Um, it was a very difficult chapter. Yeah. Um, it's somber, yes. but it's talking about issues which are relevant. The yes. world as we have it now, mm-hmm. Africa has got no ownership of the um, and it's about time that we meshed the African with his land, um, with um, you know the, the ownership of his, his politics. Yeah. Um, it's a complex world, and those dynamics are not in favor of Africa. And, mm. and I think that's what we really need to be looking at yeah, yeah. today. So remember, this is our truth. This is our history. And we're here championing this conversation because we want to tell our truth in our own words. Mm. Now, you you wrote, you opened chapter four with a quote, and I quote the quote. So this is quotable quote. (laughs) (laughs) The Africa I want to see is an Africa that is owned, championed, and driven by us. That's what Sangu Dele said. Mm. 
What does that mean for you? I mean, it's, it's a profound thing that Sangui um, says. He's a young um, Harvard-trained um, businessman from, from Ghana. Mm-hmm. Um, prolific, prolific. Um, but what he's saying really speaks to the heart of what we really um, need to be going or where we're going mm. in, in the next 50 years in Africa. Yeah. Um, we cannot have a continent um, that is literally being uh, ransacked uh, by <coughs> other nations and uh, we cannot have a continent which is run by other continents. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's sad. I mean, there's this professors like Tim Jackson who are great um, uh, advocate for Africa. Yeah. There's another uh, professor from, um, from America, Jeff Sachs as well. Um, he talks about all these atrocities and deliberate um, you know, um, efforts by the developed world to really uh, disadvantage Africa. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think it's, it's, it's sad to realize that we can never get to a place where the world will volunteer the true freedom of Africa. Yes. So it's about time that Africans, you know, gained that ownership. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And um, I think, you know, one of the things that we've been talking about previously are the resources and the richness of Africa. Mm-hmm. And I think in part of this um, chapter, you were really uh, speaking at uh, Nosium really about how those resources are basically going, yeah. leaving our continent and going elsewhere without any benefit towards us, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you mentioned that it is the it has become the norm for Africa to receive orders from uh, former uh, masters. Uh, mm-hmm. African societies are left with nothing to show for yeah. their giveaway of treasures. The robbery takes place in broad daylight and under our watch. Now, for me, you know, I suppose at times you, we become complacent in that these things are happening and you don't really think about it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I suppose when reading all that, it is happening. You're absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. We are in a, country, uh, a continent that is blessed with all these riches. Yeah. And yet the rich countries don't even have, you know, the, the natural resources. They, you know, they're basically relying on us for their success. Mm. Yes. I mean... How do you feel about that? And what is your take on, I suppose, that part of how we are being basically drained dry? <laughs> Man, it's, uh, it's sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sad. Um, because it's almost like Africa is run by cabals, you know? <laughs> yeah. But we, you, know, you, don't, you, you don't say it openly, but it's, it's, it's just there. It's mm-hmm. there. You see what's happening in in Congo, um, what's happening in the middle of Africa there, it's, it's atrocious. Yeah, yeah. And you, you, you see, as long as Africa is unstable, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, those who are benefiting from African resources are happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's, you know, we need to really stabilize our, our land but more than that, we need to appreciate that there's a lot that we are losing mm-hmm. 
by letting go of our natural resources yes without investing in industrialization mm-hmm. um manufacturing yes. and beneficiation of african products yeah yeah um and i think that's where we are going and that's mm-hmm. where you know we'll be making huge changes in africa yes. in the next um 10 to 15 years yeah absolutely because i remember always having you know struggled with uh how we lack um in terms of the manufacturing industry in uh-huh. africa mm. and um i i can remember when i was coming to australia i was like if only there was um a lot more manufacturing industries in my own country i probably wouldn't have left my country to Absolutely. come to australia mm. you know in search of a better future for my son but there was just no hope because it's like it's it's heavily reliant on trade mm. so but the irony is that we have the natural resources that we let go out of our country mm. our countries and out of our continent to go overseas mm. and then we accept cheap products so we actually leave africa to go in search of those cheaply produced products to come back home and sell them at exorbitant prices mm. literally you know um ripping ourselves off it it just doesn't make sense absolutely it's, yeah. it's it's sad I mean, it's sad i mean coming looking at uh, zambia for instance yeah. um where you come my from my home yeah that's you know is the world capital of 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 um um copper yeah um yeah. zambia and uh, north of zambia and yeah. south of congo yeah um that's where really the the wealth of 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 copper is yes um but look who is uh, who is mining um that yeah, those yeah. those minerals yeah. um and uh, you know it's 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 sad because all that money it's benefit in switzerland mm-hmm. um and um you know a big look at big um you know uh, industries where mm. the copper is being used yes. um in in um in manufacturing in mm. electric cars and all this um really at the end of the day we be, we become consumers yes. um and i think that's where we really need to turn things around absolutely that, um absolutely. you know the starting point is to become more of a continent of producers yes and less of consumers yeah, yeah. and um the consumerism in africa is sad man it look is. at how africans spend so much money mm. um on um goods which are uh, are just you know they've they've got no standing value no, no. um and i think it's you know it's we are shooting ourselves in the foot oh, yeah. for not pausing mm-hmm. and uh, and and just rethinking yes about yes. what we're doing yeah. um really we need to reexamine how yeah. we live our lives how we let our leadership lead africa mm-hmm. yeah um and uh and it's it's it, this chapter really it's all about taking ownership yeah. yeah um but we cannot i i think that we cannot have an african agenda mm-hmm. when we, there's so many people eavesdropping on yes. our you yes. know we cannot have a conversation no, no. on our own no no yeah. um, and i think that big brothers always listening <laughs> somewhere <laughs> you know and and uh, we we've let the big brother in mm-hmm. i mean he's mm-hmm. he's right there he's, yeah. he's watches um, everything you know yeah. um and so every time the uh, the agenda goes uh, against mm-hmm. the the big brother's agenda 
um, you know, we uh, we had a disadvantage because yeah. because they intervene, and, uh, and uh, it's it's been a trend in Africa. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And you know, going with your big brother comment is. I suppose these are one of the things that, you know, within the book that you also make clear, apart from just the resources being, you know, obviously drained mm-hmm. out of a continent, it's more, again, the systems that are in place. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you look at the Commonwealth, for example, you know, mm-hmm. I had to really sort of understand how many countries are there. So I, I Googled there are 19 countries in, in the African countries in the Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. I found out that um, uh, uh, Ghana wasn't actually... Um, necessarily in the Commonwealth, but Kwame Nkrumah decided to be part of the Commonwealth on his own right, on his own terms. I was, um, and then I was trying to find out the benefits of Mm -hmm. what the Commonwealth Mm -hmm. had. It's funny, I never even really asked myself to say, Mm. what are the benefits of, okay, what do we get? (laughs) You know, because maybe, because exactly, well, not even the the 19, (laughs) all the other countries in the Commonwealth, like, you know, at least if I was able to go to Canada, you know, without any uh, worries or whatever. I mean, Zimbabwe is no longer in the Commonwealth, but you know, Zambia is still in there. And I was really trying to understand, like, what is this, this? Commonwealth, is it the abbreviation for the Commonwealth of British Crown or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, one wonders. That's it's very interesting you say that because I remember having this conversation with my father, and I said, "I would like to know because um, at at independence in Zambia in 1964, mm. 24th yeah. of October 1964, um, I have a reason to believe that the British pound was one to one with the Zambian kwacha." Mm. And I remember asking my dad this, and I said, Dad, if you're watching this, you'll remember this conversation. I said, what happened? Because um, right now, I couldn't even tell you. It's, it's, almost, um, it's almost as if it is, um, you, can't, you can't afford <laughs> to hold one British pound because yeah. it costs you so many thousands of quatches. At least you guys still have your currency. We, <laughs> I was you, just you decimated. That. We actually use the US dollar now. <laughs> How, where did we, how did we get it so wrong? That, so I would like to believe that, um, you know, because we're so wealthy, we're so rich in COPA, mm-hmm. when we, we just gained independence, we had a little bit of power and, you know, we could dictate a few things maybe. Mm-hmm. It was one-to-one. The British pound was one and the kwacha one. Right now the gap is so wide. Mm-hmm. It is so wide. That I, mean, I, I, can't, I would like to understand how it got so bad. Look, fundamentally, you look at, there's, there's two points, really. It's what's happening in the continent, yeah. and secondly, what's happening outside the continent. Yeah. Yeah. But, the, you know, the West have really made sure that there's a coordinated process of mm-hmm. exploiting Africa from within and from without. From within, I was making an example about uh, Tlenko, for instance, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. which is um, mining in, 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 uh, in Zambia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they take, on, on average, countries like uh, uh, Glencore, uh, for instance, in, in most mines where they are mining in Africa, South Africa, mm-hmm. uh, Zambia, Congo, mm. I mean, they, they're the biggest miners in, in, yes. in Africa. Yeah, yeah. Glencore, they're taking about 80% of the proceeds. Jeez. Um, you know, it, it's, it's crazy, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, compared to, for instance, um, the beers in Botswana, there's, mm. there's, there's, there's um, a company called Debswana in, in, in Botswana where you know there's a 
partnership with yeah. uh, with the government mm-hmm. and it's 50-50 mm. uh, wow. i mean i still i still think 50-50 is too generous Absolutely. to this company yes, yeah. yes. But Botswana have got it close to, close to you know, to good. fairness. You yes, know, yes, yes. Uh, you can't have the whole resources of the country going eighty percent to some private company. No, you know, and you take it lying you down. You know, and uh, you look at that. You know, where the headquarters of Glencoe are in Bar in Switzerland, <coughs> a small, beautiful town, thriving man, yeah. on all the resources from Zambia. And uh, we just blase about it, yeah. you it's, know. It's it's very annoying. It got me really, really angry reading this this chapter, and it it brought a lot of things to the surface. Mm. Like when you really think about it, um, a lot of those mining companies in mm. our countries, mm. I can guarantee you, they do not have a Zambian CEO, for example. Exactly. They do not have um, a lot of Zambians in the top executive. Mm. And uh, I'm sure they're leading hands or their yep. team leaders or whatever they call mm. them. Yep. None of them, not a lot of them would be Zambian. Yep. And uh, what, what really, really made me the most angry was when I was having a conversation with one of my friends who actually went and worked in Zambia mm. um, representing a foreign uh, mining company, mm. how they were getting paid in foreign currency and my their Zambian goodness. counterparts were being paid in Zambian kwacha. Now tell me what sense that makes. Absolutely. Yeah. And how do we allow how as a government do they allow that to happen? It's a message to people like HH, uh, yes. Ramaphosa, yeah. all yeah. African leaders, mm-hmm. you know. It's um I think it's something that we cannot tolerate no. any longer. Mm. Uh it doesn't have to be presidents. I mean we are all leaders in our own right. Yeah. Um, whether it be political leaders or business leaders mm-hmm. or you know um, social int- um, enterprise leaders, yeah. wherever yeah. we are, really we need to really put our foot down. And there's nothing as liberating as knowledge. Mm, absolutely. Um, and part of what we need to be teaching our youth uh, and our children is that that sort of you know arrangement mm, and mm. dynamic cannot really be al- allowed to still um, uh, perpetuate and. and continue in our continent mm. yeah and it, and we need to put our foot down i'd argue not just one country and one leader but like you know as a continent as, as yeah. a whole to put mm. our collective foot down yeah, yes. for us for that for there to be sort of movement i mean mm-hmm. i was thinking of uh you know from zimbabwe because we obviously used to be in commonwealth we exited and you know hate Olava mugabe was very uh the former president mugabe mm-hmm. um was very anti you know you know british influence within the country yeah. now people have different views on that that's absolutely okay but i remember he did say one thing about that resonated with me at the time and i was quite young he's like i have no issue with you know uh foreigners coming into the country and helping but i want them to work in a company that is owned by a Zimbabwean. If you're going to yes. do mining, mm-hmm. it needs to be owned by Zimbabwean. Mm-hmm. And to, and saying to the Zimbabweans, why are you okay to be the managing director, for example, of the company mm-hmm. where you are in on a salary in your yeah. own country where yeah. this company is mining minerals that are basically your own minerals? Yeah. You know wow. why are we? Why are you? Sh- why are you supposed to be comfortable by having a company car yeah. and yeah. a salary? Yeah. Why yeah. can't you be the one that owns it? Yeah. And then you hired them to be yeah. the manager. I think I think Emmanuel, it's 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 actually quite fear based. You mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Look at what uh, Jack Chirac was saying. Um, yes. That um, if um, France was to leave Africa, 
Yes. It will deteriorate to a level of a third world, world country. That's a president of France. Of France, you know. Like he knows. That. You know, he knows and and whereas wow. us in Africa we think the other way around. We mm. think without Europe, without America, we will not survive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah go um, uh, you know, and and I think it's it's uh we understand that mm, you know mm, uh, the power dynamics in this world um we are stifled we cannot yeah. you know we can't breathe we can't do as we as we want mm. uh but really this there's no other way that we can be able to take ownership of our continent mm. apart mm. from being united yes and educating each other yes taking ownership yeah. you know deciding our own agenda Mm-hmm. and 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 making sure that we implement it yeah you yeah. know and, and we cannot have an, a, an agenda which um is is a, is an open secret no <laughs> you know? no that's it that's exactly you know? right yeah yeah and if you haven't read the books if you haven't please read these books there's a lot that we can't talk about right now we're out of time for our first segment so we're gonna cut to uh, a short break but please follow the links below and find this book and read this is information like you have never read before so um we'll see you on the other side and don't worry stay tuned because there is hope yes. there is a gleam of hope it's <laughs> yes. not it's not all <laughs> doom and gloom um <laughs> there's frustration but there is a light yes. in the end of the tunnel so yeah, yeah. see you soon <laughs> talking before about uh, a number of things, a number of very confronting things, and we'll talk a little bit more about uh, those sorts of things before we get into some, you know, hopeful stuff that we, <laughs> yeah. we because it's like Manny said before we went to our commercial break, it's not, it's not all doom and gloom, there is hope, and uh, we want to make sure that we, we, we let you know that there is hope. Yeah. Um, so, but I was wondering, I couldn't, I couldn't um, stop wondering how we think that just because African countries have gained their independence from their colonial masters, therefore we are free. But really, are we free? Are we free? We may, we may be free as a people. Far from it. But economically, are we really? We're far from it. You know, um, a, a good example would be the colonial tax in, in France, um, mm. um, francophone countries in Africa. There's 14 francophone countries in Africa who are still um, paying allegiance to France uh, through colonial tax. Like blatantly, it's, it's a colonial tax. Um, and so it goes, to, you know, it goes to show what was the reason behind colonialism in, uh, to start off with. Yeah. Um, of yeah. course, it was to steal our culture, uh, mm-hmm. but more so it was to steal our resources. Um, to steal our economy. And so when we talk colonial tax, effectively what's happening is that um, all, all of those 14 uh, countries in, Af- in Africa, they, they still have Paris as their stock exchange, as their um, central bank, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, about... 80% of that of their budget is mm. controlled by France. Mm. 
Mm. Um, That's not freedom. You know, it's 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 crazy. Um, mm. And uh, if they want to, <coughs> for instance, if these countries wanted to um, borrow some money, yeah, yeah, um, then France will give it back to them. Um, and uh, it will be, yeah. be at an interest. Mm. Uh, so your own money, <laughs> you are given by Big Brother to you, and uh, you must bring uh, bring it back at, at, at interest. That just doesn't um, make sense. Which throws us even deeper in into debt. debt. Yeah. Into that the we can't, cycle, we can't afford yeah. to it's, pay the debt. It's crazy. Yeah, that's... It's, it's crazy. And, uh, you know... Uh, the reason why, and people think, ah, but you know, Africa must be, you know, a very, um, you know, um, uh, uh, stupid, you know, stu <laughs> stupid country, <laughs> stupid people. But uh, to be honest, it's not because we're stupid. It's is the amount of um, attack mm. and the amount of oppression. Yes. Um, it's it's yes. it's you know, secretary was who was the president of. Um, of uh, um, Guinea, Guinea Conakry, Conakry yeah. Yeah. in 1958, mm. uh, he attempted to leave France. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, uh, General Charles uh, Gaulle, who was the, the, you know, the president of, of France then, mm. Mm. Um, really showed him what it means to stand up against France. Um, so France went into Guinea-Conakry and closed virtually everything. Yeah. Um, they closed their sewage system. Their oh uh, every manhole you could see in the street was put with concrete. Um, they because Big demolished, Brother was angry. Yeah, they mm. demolished all the buildings that they built because they were built by the colonizer anyway. So. Yeah. Um, all the construction they did in, in Conakry, they said, uh, you can't claim any ownership on them. And so we're going to take them all out. So, um, and as a result, then Guinea Conakry was left out um, out and, and dry. Mm. And, uh, and uh, you know, a, a secretary was uh, a brilliant uh, leader because he said, look, I'd rather, you know, um, live in freedom um, although it it may mean I'm in, I'm in, I'm in poverty, yeah. than to live in a seemingly opulence where where I'm, whereas I'm still in, enslaved. Yeah. Um, and I think that's you know that's the mentality that we need to be thinking of mm. that we cannot tolerate this level of oppression mm. any longer. But that's yeah. that's that's how yeah. it it actually yeah. happened. So when other countries saw. Um, Guinea Conakry, which was you know set as an example, what happens to you if you leave France? So people you know capitulated and and just um, you know decided to uh, accept um, that that sort of um, agreement, um, and it is perpetuating until now. Yeah, and you're right in your and that's particular uh, story that really the fear spread um, through, towards all those African. Uh, francophone countries and this is the thing one of the issues that we have is the fear of yeah. um of of not wanting to oppose um yeah. any yeah. any of those countries for fear of getting sanctions or fear yeah. of yeah. you know it's like as if you can take any more <laughs> from yeah. us um but anyway listen you know um 
probably need to move into your being lighter because there's always hope. Let's And I was sort of um, thinking about, um, you know, the title of the chapter is uh, the African Agenda. Um, I was, and I was sort of thinking, you know, what that is. And um, as I read uh, the chapter, I was like, so what is the African agenda thing? Yeah, <laughs> you know, because yeah. you're reading all these barrages of things that are wrong and that are happening to us as a, as a, as a, as a continent um, mm-hmm. and what's mm-hmm. happening. And, um, and, you know, I think one of the points you've mentioned is that, you know, it does lie as well with the youth. Um, um, and I think this is a theme that we've had in the previous chapters as well. I mean, yeah. wh- how, what's your take or what do you think is the African agenda? Look, we, we've made strides already. Um, we've made strides already, money, and and I think what we need to do is just continue to build on what we have already built. Mm-hmm. Um, the African Union has got um, an African, um, the so-called um, um, African plan uh, agenda 20, 2063. Yeah, blueprint. Yeah. Um, so that you know, it 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 gives us an, an idea as to where we are headed in terms of our infrastructure, our plans, mm. um, policy plans, um, and how you know AU and um, NEPET, which is um, a new partnership for African development mm. and uh, African mm. Bank, yeah, um, or the African Development Bank, they are all working together towards um, really. Um, um, moving Africa forward um, and liberating us economically. So there's a lot that has been done already now, mm-hmm. uh, but what we need to do really is to make sure that we consolidate. Mm. Um, so we really need to consolidate. We, made, we need to make our plans a little bit clearer, yeah. a little bit more simpler yeah. um, and easier to articulate. Yeah. And we need to be people of action. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, that these three institutions which are leading us now in Africa, mm-hmm. unfortunately, they are still very much infiltrated by the Bretton, oh, yes, they are. Bretton Woods institutions yeah. uh, and by Europe and, and, and America. Yeah. And I think that's, for me, that's what's really um, disconcerting is that um, China, uh, Europe, America are very much into our agenda. Um, And I think what we need to do through these um, organizations Mm -hmm. is to really make sure that we um, have our own boss barras, what you call it, our own um, own, um, secret meeting, as as it were. And uh, in, in, in our own meeting, we then uh, start to talk exactly what we want. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and um, we need to uh, we need to work together, mm-hmm. and we need to actually have a simple, implementable plan yeah. Um, yeah. that uh, speaks to everybody. Mm. Um, you know, you know, we we th- there is a lot that is happening now in Africa. Oh yeah. Um, but we're not articulating it well. Well enough. Money, what, what sort of um, African agenda do you see? <laughs> it's so funny because I was going to ask the same question. So we were talking this uh, during the break. We were discussing what, you know, what it is that we actually want. Yeah. And I was kind of scratching my head. I think, do you know what? I think, I think I'm at a point in time now where I am tired of 
uh, talking and I just want to see action. Mm-hmm. I want to see more unity within Africa. I think, you know, I think the one thing about, you know, they told us, you know, people go, us Europeans, you know, us Asians mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. else. And, and we also talk about us Africans. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're very proud of where we come from. It'd just be good if we can all have the same unity that we have as just connecting cultures. And yeah. if I yeah. see someone who's from South Africa along the street, you know, we all have that nod and, you know, as I'm, you know, we get along regardless, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And if we, if we could sort of put that into the framework of, you know, how the continent itself is run, all the countries within Africa yeah. come together as one because it can't be just the one person like you know the uh, you know um, Guinea Conakry uh, example, where it's yeah. only you know yeah. it's only the one guy. Mm-hmm. It needs to be a solid uh, effort from everyone else, and that's yeah. I think that's Africa that I'd like to uh, to see where we go. Yeah. Hang on, no, let's pull our resources together. Mm. Let's mm-hmm. you know because really we could actually be our <laughs> own economy. You know, we could do it. Yeah. We could everything. And <laughs> I, th- I think uh, you know that's what we really need to speak to because every time we tried to come up with our own agenda mm. we have been silenced yes yes um so the the powers from without mm-hmm. um and uh, and the onslaught from from without africa it's really um quite serious yeah um and i think part of the agenda is to speak to that how yeah. do we protect ourselves a little bit more yeah mm-hmm. um and uh you know uh, are we saying then that this, uh, you know, the the West are way too much ahead of the game? Yeah. Um, that we are doomed. Yeah. I don't think so. I think there's, um, you know, there's there's a lot that we can do, mm. uh, but we just need to plan a bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Marba, what's yours? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me that, so I'm prepared. <laughs> a new African agenda. Yes. African with a K. Yes. Okay. I would like to see <laughs> Go on. <laughs> That's a with good a K. <laughs> African with a K. Yeah. Like that. I would like to see a new African agenda where we level the playing field. Hmm. Let's drop the debt. I would like to see a debt-free Africa where we actually start from zero. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see, you know, we we are anglophone, so we were colonized by the British. Mm. And so we can't afford one pound. You have to work extra, extra, extra <laughs> shifts to afford one pound mm. in Zambian quatches. Mm. I would like to see where we are one-to-one again. Let's mm. start from zero. I think we have given up enough of our resources. They have taken enough. It needs to stop. Mm. And we need to get the freedom from all that debt, forgive all the debt, forget all the debt, mm. Let's start afresh. Mm. Africa needs a break. That's my take on the new mm. African. Mm. African child needs a break. <laughs> <laughs> Give some air, y'all. Give some space. <laughs> That's it. Give us a break. Man. Give, Give us, us a break. It's been a while. It's a long it's ride, been y'all. It's been a long ride. Right. The it's least I can do is clear the debts. Yeah, that's it. At the very least, clear the debt. Let's start you afresh. Yeah, way too much. Yeah, um, it's it's enough, and you know, it's um, it's it's really crazy that yeah. it's been going on for so long. I think uh, someone needs to realize that this can't keep happening. Mm. I mean, I mean, this, the simple way to build wealth, and I think that's what you know we we need to 
um, to understand. The simple way to build that is, is I mean, to build wealth is very simple. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is that you've got to increase your earning capacity. Yeah. Um, and we've got various avenues. We can mm -hmm. raise um, funds. We've got the resources. Um, we've got taxes. Um, yeah. uh, we've got industry and so forth. Mm -hmm. All those need to benefit us, and I think that's the, the you know the the first thing that we need to realize is that whatever we do economically, yeah. we need yeah. to ensure that it benefits mm -hmm. um, directly our yeah. our yeah. people. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think that needs to be a deliberate um, you know a, a action. Mm. Uh, so that's the first step. You you actually find a way to raise money. Um, or to increase your earning capacity. capacity yeah. Uh, yeah. And number two, you you, you stop, um, you know, you stop spending money mm. willy nilly everywhere. Mm. And we're talking to a banker. It's going to say you can't just spend uh, you know, like everywhere you spend. So you've got to be a little bit more um, frugal at the beginning, mm -hmm. yeah. and, mm -hmm. and then start saving. Yeah. So we need to have our governments going a little bit more green, yes. uh, making sure that we have coffers that are healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, then it's easier to think about how to spend money, where to invest, and so mm -hmm. on and so forth. And I think where we really need to invest is in our children, you know, yeah. innovation, and make sure that uh, you know, our youth, because um, that's our greatest wealth, Make sure that our youth take ownership mm, of mm, their mm. own lives and what they can contribute, not only in Africa, but also to the world. Yeah. Um, so just making sure that our money serves us. Mm. We've got mm. lots of money, but it's, it's saving other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so look, um, we, it's, it's, it goes without saying, something mm. needs to change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And something needs to change Absolutely. pretty soon. I don't think that we want to wait until 2063. No. Because, you know, what are we doing between now and then? I think some action, like you're yeah. saying, money yeah, needs absolutely. to take place yeah. now. Um, and, and let's set some some timeline. You know, like I remember um, somebody I love dearly said to me that you, if you want to achieve a goal, write it down. But don't just write it down. Put a date on it. Okay. Um, but you know, I don't think that um, forty years to wait is is yeah. you know is is a good date. I think that needs to be revealed. And you know, your um, your yeah. dopamine. Let me become a little bit medical. <laughs> you're so a what, doctor after all. Yeah, yeah <laughs> your dopamine is what really keeps you motivated. Mm, mm, so mm. we 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 are motivated by goals mainly. Yeah, yeah. And those goals need to be achievable. Mm. So when you look at at something, you need to think, man, this is this is achievable. Yeah. And twenty sixty three, um, you know, it's 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 a brilliant plan, mm -hmm. and of course we need that because yeah. yeah. you can't just you know, um, you can't just rock up and just see a tree with fruits and mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. You've got to be patient to yeah. plant a tree, where you know, yeah. water yeah. it, wait yeah. for it to to you know to to, to blossom. Yeah. But yeah. Um, you know. Apart from needing time, you also need little goals in yes. between where yes. you say, what will we be doing What's in the a next... Short -term you know? goal, yeah, no. What's a short-term goal? What's a medium-term goal? 2063 yeah. could be our long-term goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
right? But mm. what are we doing between now and then? Yeah. That yeah. needs to be written down yeah. and it needs to be measurable so mm. that we know that we're heading towards 2063. Yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, every, every five yeah. years? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Otherwise, then we're pushing that onto our children because where are we going to be in 2063, you and I? Uh, don't know about you. You're pretty I young. Still, we'll still be there. <laughs> we'll still be there. We'll in, our, in our walking sticks. <laughs> so I think we need to take responsibility now. And yes. I think that um, putting the goal, pushing the goal forward to such a long time mm. is, is doing us any favors. Because a lot could happen in, mm. in, in, in that time. You know, mm. A lot could, could go wrong. Certainly. And so, yeah. Um, so look, um, we, we're just about to, to um, wind up, but I wanted to give a shout out to Rep Coucher for dressing me. Oh, hey. <laughs> shout out to Rep Coucher. Well, oh, I'm still waiting for me. my get up. Jeez. <laughs> uh, clearly they favor us others. Uh, well, Rep Coucher, Rep they, Coucher. They need to outdo this uh, <laughs> new Africa. Oh, yes, and they will. Just be nice to me and I might introduce you guys. Um, but yeah, so, and, and my makeup of course, we've got our resident makeup artist. We're all looking wonderful tonight. Ah. Cheap is <laughs> hair and beauty, forever beautiful, including the guys here. So, uh, yeah, check them, check them out in the credits there. But I just wanted to, to read a little bit um, as a way of conclusion, something that uh, really, really, um, you know, spoke to me. Mm. Okay. And this is, uh, so this is uh, chapter four of the first book, book one. And it's on page 49. It says, a new African is you and I. It has no gender, no face, no name, no voice, no thought, no bias, no stereotype, no limit, no mm. hidden agenda. All we want is positive and instructive change. Mm. We are obliged to lock heads with the injustices exerted by the imperialists that go on with their daily impunities. These injustices seem far too complex and have gone on for far too long to be easily reversed. However, please note that this is not the lie we must resist to tell and believe. Change is not easy, but change is possible. At the same time, change is only possible when we can draw the line and say enough. No more. Mm. The African agenda we draft must dictate the terms and inform us where to set the boundaries. Uh, I thought that was powerful. That's a perfect way to end the show. You read you you <coughs> you really really wrote this well. This book is very very well researched. There's a lot of truths in there. Controversial truths, but they are our truth and we're not afraid to sit down here and talk about them. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, so Watch, watch uh, our next episode coming up um, in a few short days. But if you haven't watched the other three, please go ahead and, um, and enjoy them as well. And we'll yeah, and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Tell your parents, tell your grandparents, yes. tell your kids, Everyone your cousins, subscribe. and aunts. <laughs> and it's, it's free to subscribe just for tonight. Yeah. Take, time to, take time to read. Exactly. Yes, yes. Yeah. read the books, read the books. Could be, it could be a bed night, uh, bedtime story for the kids yes. as well. So it's Absolutely. That. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll Educational. That. Yes, totally, totally. Somebody said it's a new African Bible. Ah, there you go. <laughs> okay, so it um, was wonderful to chat again tonight, guys. We'll yeah. see you again. Yes.
Well, thank you so much for tuning in and uh, enjoying the episode with us. We really enjoyed uh, being with you. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe and click a notification button. 